0: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia K. co founder of VIP Ignite, and I'm here with the amazing class Classy Mike Trash. And I, I have to stop before I even go into this VIP Ignite podcast. I have to have your shirt. Like <laughs> sarcasm. Like sarcasm. That's me all day. That My, is a
1: this came crazy. from this came from a, a psycho girlfriend. <laughs> cool. Cool. And I'll always remember her because she was psycho, but I'll also remember her for this
0: that is so fun. I okay, so holiday gift ideas. I need that shirt. Okay. Anyways, and maybe that's what drew you to VIP Ignite. The sarcasm, the hard knocks, the slapping people around with rhetoric. So tell me classy Mike Trash. Tell me a little bit about your background and uh maybe what kind of obstacles were you facing in your career? Like I want to hear about like the struggles. I want to hear like the drama, the dirt. Like what what was it that you were trying to get into and then Why did you come to us?
1: Go ahead. Well, the, my, my story is a really strange story in that when I was growing up, my family um, told me I can't do it. I can't do anything. I, I, we didn't have running water till I was 14. We didn't, we were really poor. Um, when I was growing up, I early on knew I was going to be a musician, uh, from the age of five, I knew I was going to be a musician. And, uh, And my parents said, you're not going to do it. You're not good enough. You're not. And I had an older brother that said I wasn't good enough. All my life, I was told I wasn't good enough. Uh, At 16, I had a chance to go to college. And my parents said, if you ever want to go to college, we'll pay for it. Well, when I was 16, I got the opportunity to go to college. And they said, nope, we're not going to pay for it. We don't have any money. So I had to figure a way to have money for college. I went to college. I lived in my van for three years.
0: I didn't even know any of this. This
1: this is all this is all the dirty stuff. I lived in a band for three years and I went to college. I found a way to pay for it on my own. And uh, then I wanted to be in a band. I thought, well, this is it. I'm going to be in a band now. Well, I was told I couldn't do it and I decided I was going to do it. And I was it. My first band was GASM. Is it live or Uh, and uh, that was a really good band. We had a good time. Uh, then I was in, uh, then I had a a lung surgery when I was 22, which took me out of the music world because I couldn't sing. And I didn't think I was going to get back in the music world. Then I was in apathy, uh, which was appropriately named for the band because everybody was apathetic except me. And, uh, and I, uh, played in that band for a while and then we got in all kinds of weird band stuff. And I left that band and started Mike Trash and the Barking Rats. Which was actually, ironically, the, the, when people think of me, that's the band they think of. They don't think of Uncle Sam Band, which is the one I've done the most with. And I made a CD with them. And, uh, and then uh, my wife got sick, and uh, I had to be careful how much time I was away from home. And I did pro wrestling for 12 years while she was sick. and. Uh, um, that was a, a, a trying time in my life, but uh, I still kept the band going. I kept the, uh, the, 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 the wrestling going. And then when the wrestling ended, um, I had a stroke at, uh, at, uh, in, in 2012, which made me back off the wrestling. And then my wife died in 2014. Well, then I started realizing I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I, my world's changed because my wife is no longer around. So then I uh, decided to take the band more seriously. And uh, I came to one of your events, I think, in 2016 up in New York. Okay. And that, that guided me in a little bit. I was, wasn't was ready to do it yet. I needed to figure out what path I was going to take. I was still working full time still trying to find my way in the music and uh, entertainment industry. And uh, I retired in 2018, early, um, and decided I was going to make this entertainment thing all I can make it. Then my friend uh, and bandmate of 37 years passed away in 2021. And my, wife, my, my world shattered. I just, I was really lost because he and I had played together and written so many songs. So I, I, you kept emailing me. Well, I kept getting emails from you.
0: From Alicia K. Back. Yeah. Yes.
1: All yeah. the time I would get these. And I thought, maybe I should give this a second thought because I don't have the, ma- I don't have the band anymore. I don't have anything left. There's nothing left. Um, and it was probably one of the best things that I've done because it's allowed me to get my head back together. It's allowed me to focus where I needed to focus. It allowed me to grow, and in, in, I never thought I'd be an actor. In college, I took acting, and it lasted three days. I said, no, this is not for me. I can't do this. Yeah. So, and I learned that wrestling taught me a lot of the acting techniques, and I learned it by accident. And uh, I got over the shyness of being in front of people talking. I, I could always sing in front of people, but talking in front of people was a little
0: bit different. Yeah.
1: A little bit different. So through the wrestling, I was able to do that. And through VIP, I gained the confidence I need to go into acting further. And through uh, some of the coaches, uh, I mean, there's really good coaches in, in uh, Galinsky and Venero and, and all, all the people that we've been uh, brought forward to us. Uh, I really have learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about acting and stuff that I didn't realize that I had it in me. And now I've got a passion for it. So uh, I wrote a script uh, a long time ago, long before I was ever, you know, I, it was 2006 I wrote that script. And it gives me an opportunity to focus on that, too, because the script has won. Uh, well, I shouldn't say the script, the trailer for the, the TV show has won uh, 19 awards. And uh, I took the last song that Ken and I wrote, which was Love is Love. And, and I put that in some film festivals. That's won 23 awards. That's so huge. I'm, a, I'm an award winning uh, writer and songwriter, which is, I never really would have thought about that before this. So um, there's a lot of opportunities out there. And I've been going and I've been getting callbacks, a lot of callbacks lately. Uh, Good. And I'm very happy about that. Uh, in fact, I was originally supposed to. I did a, a self tape for a thing for a movie that's coming out called Nanacoke. and it's about Nanacoke, Pennsylvania. Uh, and it was for a small role. I was supposed to be an elder Rotary person, and it had one line. And I did it, and and I thought, okay, that's cool. Well, they wrote back and asked me to audition for a much bigger part. Whoa! Which uh, is uh, I'm going to be doing the self tape for that today. But it's really exciting that things are going my, you know, I got to be in a movie last uh, October where I was the villain. I saw
0: those pictures. They scared me. I thought you were really injured when I saw those Instagrams. I was like, is he okay? The like, no, 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 it's for a movie.
1: And by the way, I want to say that another thing you don't know about, and I don't think I've announced it, since being with VIP, I can actually say. that I am probably the happiest I've been since before my wife died. Um,
0: that means so much. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not. I run online that I don't have feelings, but <laughs> that makes me so happy. You know, like I always, I always tell people, listen. Anybody can have a dream, but you have to put forth the action. And like our program is very proactive, like. You're going to join. You're going to have a tremendous community. Yeah, it's all about mindset. And you had mentioned like working with Bobby Finaro, one of the actors, one of the series regulars from the hit show Sopranos on HBO. Then Galinsky, you know, he sounds like a Seinfeld character, but Galinsky is 50 Cent's acting coach. So here you are, no real experience in this industry, always been told that you weren't good enough. And, you know, the obstacles, the way you overcame college, you overcame getting into a band, all these things that everybody told you not to do. And then kind of like, and I hate to sound like negative, but kind of when life kind of went down a downward spiral, you said, I want to do something for me. And that means so much to us, especially. And I know that you probably got a million emails because I also get them. Um, but the fact that you took a chance on you at any time when you were starting out on this journey, did you think, ah, oh, maybe this was a mistake or. I'm so excited that I found a loving community, and you've made a lot of really good friends here at VIP. You know, you you should be running for mayor if we had like some kind of community. It's like classing Mike Trash with your little top hat. Like I just imagine it. You know.
1: Well, one thing I guess I didn't really uh, impress upon you was that all my life I did things out of I'm going to show you. Yeah. And now with this community I have. Um, I do it because I want to do it, and I want to be the best at what I do. And I don't have any anger behind me now. I have support a support system. I never had a support system. Uh, The only people that ever supported me was Ken, my friend of 37 years, the musician, and my wife. And they're both gone. And so I now have a very good support system. I have people I can reach out to at any point. I could send you a message at any you point. <laughs> and uh and it's just nice to know that there's people out there that are pro classy Mike Trash and yeah. not anti, although I was a heel in in uh wrestling business, there so wasn't much pro there. But but no, I even the people in that they would say I I hate classy Mike Trash, but I, I like you. You know, because they knew that there was a difference between the actor and the other thing, and and then um, so I, I'm really happy with uh, my decision. I've learned a lot. I've met a lot of people, uh, and the opportunities are plentiful. But you've got to go get them, and uh, I mean that's that's the hardest part is 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 going out and doing the work and figuring out the right thing to do and getting yourself disciplined enough to do those self tapes. I do self tapes like crazy. I, I uh, think I did four this weekend. I did one for JG Wentworth. Okay. And that one's funny. That one. I Yeah. I, you you got to see that one. That one's pretty funny. Cause they it's said, me, me. Yeah. they said, they said, uh, here's a script. You can have some creativity. They said, make it funny. And I did. There's a werewolf in my, in my video. That's uh- that's how I decided to do it. Uh, a
0: classy move, Mike Trash.
1: It's funny. It's really funny. And I played two roles I played the dumb uh, bill guy that didn't pay his bills. And I also played the werewolf. So uh, that's really cool. <laughs> it's funny. Well, that's,
0: crazy. that's a hairy situation. And, you know, it's funny that you were talking about some people hated your character, but they like you. I think I like sometimes, and I'm not trying to like, you know, bring this about me, but I think that sometimes people fear me, but then they also love me. What were your first impressions about me when you first, cause you met me once in New York, right? At one of our events, Yeah, you weren't talent were you you came with, did you come with some of the WWE?
1: No, I, I, uh, I just showed up, uh, wanted to know more about the business, wanted to know about what you were offering. And at that point I was only interested in music anyway. Okay. And I kind of looked at it and I said, well, okay, this is, this is a possibility, but I couldn't commit because I was working full time. And now I don't work full time. I, you know, I don't work at all. But well, I mean, I do lots of things. Yeah. But I don't get paid for anything at this point, except whatever I end up uh, landing uh, for auditions and stuff. And uh, and then I've got a new band that I started uh, with last week. And uh, that's going to be a big thing because this band is going to be Loud and uh, very good. Uh, I
0: can't wait. I know. I know it, it's heavy metal, right?
1: Well, yeah, it, it is. But we are doing some stuff that isn't heavy metal. It's, but uh, I've never seen me singing these kinds of music because my voice I didn't think was the right kind. But they love it. I, I'm doing ACDC. I'm doing wow. uh, Gin Blossoms. I'm doing. Cool. Um, I'm doing all these songs I never thought I'd be doing, but it's really fun. And I got my. I don't know, my mojo back, I guess, because I thought I was done with music. I thought I I mean, I kept trying to start a band and I said, this is not working out. I can't do this anymore. And I gave it up and they came to me. They That's they awesome. asked me to audition. So I, I said, OK, I'll do that. So um, so
0: so like when you came to one of our events or did you come on like oh. one of our Zoom calls? What was it that you're like, I like her. I, I want to work with her. Was there anything that really stood out to you? And not me, but I mean, as the VIP night team, like what really drew you to us?
1: Because the honesty was there. And uh, I believe that that was what really caught me is that you're going to say it as it is. And and that's sometimes it gets me. us into
0: trouble. But and,
1: Well, the thing is, if you blow smoke, it's not going to do anybody any good.
0: No, not <laughs> on this level. You yeah. can't blow smoke, not when you're working with, you know, top people in the industry. That doesn't work with them.
1: Well, but if you, yeah, yeah. If you, if you said, if I had no talent, which that's still up in the air, but uh, if I had no talent and you said to me, I'm going to make you a star, nobody wins.
0: Those words and- will never come out of my mouth.
1: Yeah. Should- you
0: can make yourself a star, which you oh. are. Yeah. every day you're showing up you're now mentoring some of our talent like people look up to you you're yeah, now two like
1: people, two people contact me yesterday and i haven't been on i haven't been on a lot of the calls because i've been busy with the other some stuff
0: tapes like and yeah
1: and um and one of them was at the la thing and we were talking this is two o'clock in the morning we were talking about things and i said well were you coming to uh orlando or are you coming to florida and uh, she said when when are you going to florida and i I said, or where? I said, Orlando. And apparently she lives in Florida and she doesn't know. Oh. It. She, she needs to know about that. But, yeah. but I mean, and then I had another one uh, talk to me about things that it's like these people, I don't even know. I didn't even know their names, unfortunately, some of them, uh, but they know me. And so yeah. I, you know, I try to help anyone I can because uh, I just have always been like that. Even when I was uh, doing things because of anger, I always try to help other people because that's what I do. So if I can help them, I do. And if I can't, I tell them, I can't help you, but this person might be able to. That's amazing.
0: And I I do want to add one thing, and I know this is a kind of touchy subject, but I really want to go over professionalism and reliability because from the very first time, and I I think Deneen had did your interview, had done your interview. um, It was a very, Horrible day, very traumatic. Um, And anybody, you know, like I get, you know, a little bit of allergies. I'm like, Oh, I don't feel well. Your, your partner, 37 years past and you showed up
1: that day, that day, that day.
0: And you showed up on time and you were ready for an interview.
1: I just told her it might be a rough one, but Ah. could put that aside. But we, we talked and we cried and we Talked some more, and then I said, "Okay, well, let's let's do this." You know, she goes, "I'll reschedule you." I said, "No, let's do it. I I got to do it because that's not going to change. His death is not going to change. My focus is going to change." But I asked her to. I I said, "Look, I uh, I want to do this, but give me a month to get through this." She yeah. gave me a month, and then in January, boom, I signed up because I promised I would. Uh, but uh, Yeah, I I had a real rough patch and I wasn't sure how I was going to get through it. But I feel that I did Ken good by putting our last song out there. This year, I might put another song we wrote out about suicide. uh, Might put that in the film festivals and see how that does. But uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't, I can't let Ken's uh, memory die. And I got, I'm going to put, our songs out because we had it, enough stuff for three albums. I'm going to put that out in his honor. Uh, Cause he was the guy that drove that so hard. I wrote the lyrics. He wrote the music and uh, I hope this new band is uh, good enough to uh, help me do this. So That's
0: awesome.
1: it'll be, it'll be good stuff. Cause uh, some of the songs are, well, they're all songs about life and the TV show Uses our music because uh, each song is an episode of the TV show, and you get That's to right. actually live each song. So the hardest one is going to be the one I write about him. So, yeah, you need and to journal of- all
0: this. You need to journal all this because I, I tell you what, your story probably there's so many other people that that need to hear your story because I'm sure people suffer in silence and you know. I, I'm so proud of you, your growth and um, your leadership skills on our calls. And you're always the first one to type in answers. And, you know, it's easier for me because I can sit back when I know you're on like a a coaching call with any of our esteemed professionals. I know that you're on the call and you're going to have questions ready. And, you know, and, and I, I thank you and love you so much. And I'm so proud of you. And I know everybody's, you know, just rooting for you. You're doing it.
1: I, yeah, I'm, looking forward to uh so much with the vip i'm looking forward to all the places we go and oh i got my passport oh. i got my passport
0: oh good okay good
1: it took me you know? it took me forever but i got it and it's uh, happy and i'm ready to go on these trips that you're talking about
0: yeah
1: uh, nothing can hold me back now
0: yeah it's like that song ain't nothing gonna break my stride nobody's going to slow me down. Oh no. But obviously I'm not going to get into music, so don't even think about it. But, you know, let me ask you a question. You went out to Hollywood with us. You, you've been to what other events? New York,
1: right? been to everything last year.
0: Everything. Everything. Um, What is it like meeting these types of individuals live versus Zoom? Do you get nervous? Do you get excited? I mean, you're live face-to-face, so I really want to stress this to you guys. No matter how much money and time you spend on perfecting your skill and getting your photos done and joining every website under the sun. There's something really special about VIP Ignite, and I'm not just saying this because it's ours, but sitting down face-to-face with top agents and casting directors, actors from hit TV shows, what is that like for you?
1: It's a little intimidating because, I mean, it. it it's good we have Zoom calls because we have something to reference. But when you meet these people that have these people on these hit shows and stuff like that, it's, yes. it's yeah. It's uh, it's crazy because uh, I,
0: really? I just
1: I was I, I got to say I was a little I was a little starstruck um, the first time. But now I analyzed everything I did wrong. And next time I'm going to be even better. So uh, I was mad at myself for for uh, Hollywood because I I had so much going on in Hollywood. And I just I feel I could have done better, you know, Um but it just
0: wasn't your time. And again,
1: that, anymore. you
0: know, and I really want to stress this to you. Don't, don't beat yourself up because I will beat you up for beating yourself up. But sometimes like when people go to the events and I always laugh when people come to me, like, Oh, woe is me. I call it the Eeyore syndrome. I'm like, well, did you, did you, did you do the best you could? And did you learn anything? Because yes. now you're part of our inner circle. You're going to keep going and meeting new people. And every day you're tweaking, you're, you're perfecting classy Mike trash. I mean, the name says it all, sir.
1: It's funny because uh, I, I was introduced to a guy last night who was uh, some music guy. Yeah. He, he asked me who I was. And I said, Classy Mike Trash. And he said, what? Classy? I said, just call me Trash. <laughs> but the other guys were calling me Classy Mike. The band was calling me Classy Mike. And it was just funny because, uh, you know, I, it's just a, a different world out there. And I, the reason I have to be classy is that people have stolen my name and put it on Facebook. There are so many Mike Trashes now and other band members, other bands, one guy uh, in New York and one guy in Chicago is now Mike Trash. I want to set myself apart from them because they're stealing my name, first off. Yeah. Uh, And second off, uh, I need to make a difference between Mike Trash and classy Mike Trash because I, you know, I don't want people to confuse me with them.
0: Yeah. And especially with all the film festivals you're winning and the TV show and the soundtracks. Listen, there are impersonators and there are doers and you are a doer, my friend. You know what I mean? So I'm so proud of you. We are out of time for today, but I thank you so much. And I like, when am I going to see you next Orlando? I hope. Yes. Okay. Good. We'll Good. see. Good. Good. Yeah. And you're part of the inner circle. So here at VIP Ignite, you know, we're working on some really cool stuff behind the scenes. And uh, things will only share with the inner circle. So I love you and congratulations on all your success. And I can't wait to hug you in the next couple of months. And um, just keep tagging us and stuff. I'm so proud of you. And uh, thank you so much for mentoring our talent. Um, you make us look good. So thank you so much because you're only as good as your people.
1: I got some good people and I'm very happy with you guys. And I think that uh, uh, the best thing is yet to come.
0: Yeah. With no sarcasm in that statement at oh, all.
1: Oh, no, not at all.
0: All right, Well, right.
1: <laughs> I'll see if I can find you one of these.
0: Yeah. Find me one. Find me one. I'll, I'll send you some money, but that sure it is. Cause you know, like, I think that when people like come on my calls, I think they, they secretly want to hate me. Maybe they do, but they, after I'm done like talking and you know, I'm going to slap people around with my rhetoric because I love this business. And I'm very passionate. And obviously like, we kind of know what we're doing. The system works. Um, but you got it. You got to be able to go with the flow and sarcasm. I mean, anybody can sell anything, you know, pictures or classes or websites. That's sweet. But when it comes to face to face networking, we've got to be very picky about who we put in front of those types of people. And I thank you because, again, you come off classy. People love you. And and I, I respect you so much. And I thank you. And um, you've definitely. You know, I don't want to say you were dealt a bad hand by any means, but you've pushed that rock up the about, ba- you know, up the mountain. And anytime somebody told you no, you're like, I'm going for it all in. And I noticed that about you. You jump off a bridge and you build a plan on the way down. When you commit, you commit hard. You know what I mean? That's and it. when you show up, you're always ready. And anytime there's a challenge that we do, or again, working with casting directors or acting coaches or anybody you're always the first one to have everything ready. And, and I, I thank you because I think, I think you being who you are, it kind of like, Oh crap, I better get up to, you know, classy Mike trash because you're setting the bar you're setting the standard and, and it's pretty high there, sir.
1: One so. quick story, one quick story. What, what? The, new, the new band I'm in has seven people and uh, a female oh, singer. A she was originally, the female singer was originally the singer. Okay. And uh, I got there the first week. I, they didn't know who I was. I just was listening and I was just a friend. And then I got up and sang one song. Uh, and then uh, I did enter Sandman. And uh, they still like didn't know line. who I was. They they still, the next week, they introduced me as the new lead singer. And this girl is also a lead singer. But she stepped up her game big time. setting the
0: bar high. Yep.
1: I set the bar real high and she, she up? Up really, really well. The second time last night, she wasn't there. So I got to sing all of her songs. So she better watch out. I mean, better I don't want to take her spot, but it, you know, it's not my choice. I'm not, this is the first band that I wasn't the leader in. I'm actually just a member of this band. That's, That's cool. kind of cool. Cause I don't have to do the weird stuff. So. Uh,
0: but let me, let me just piggyback that very quickly. You saying that, like, You set the bar high and now she's increased, you know, as far as let's just say production value. Anytime you are working with classing Mike Trash Guys, he's going to take your career to a higher level because he is going to display. So now people have to rise up to the occasion. So I thank you so much.
1: And like in the movie uh, that I was just in, Winder, if you don't step up to the plate, I'm going to stab you in the eye with a pencil.
0: (laughs) I've seen your pictures and <laughs> now I'm going to have PTSD from that. I'll send you the bill. All right, Mike Trash, I love you so much. Thank you.
1: I will talk to you, you later soon. on. Okay. Bye. And make
0: sure you tag me in all the stuff that you're working on so I, I can keep up, especially with the music stuff. That's pretty cool.
1: This, so. I was listening to the songs that we did uh, just last night. It's distorted because of the my phone can't take that kind of sound. But I'm getting my new recorder, so I'll try to record some stuff for next week or for from next week's practice to
0: and send me one of those self tapes so i can see
1: i'll show you i'll send yeah. you the uh the the jg wentworth
0: <laughs> okay good jg like wentworth one... I, I don't even i i know, I, the commercial, know. But I
1: see it i don't know but it's funny you'll laugh it's
0: no so funny that's so funny i will laugh all right sending you lots of love i'll see you soon all right so proud of you bye